You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 163. You can find information on anything referenced in this podcast at thejoyjunkie.com slash 163. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Ready to do this? Ready, ready, Freddie. We've been shirking our our podcast days. I know we're gonna have to do a couple today. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows. Nobody that knows until that. we say it because we come across like a class act. Because we're professionals. <laughs> we're like 163 episodes in. Hello, Hello. we're tenured. <laughs> so, hey, pod people. Hello, audience. Audience, welcome to our episode, and today is August 8th, the day that this is airing. Get out of here. We're recording it early, but it's August 8th. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. You know what that means, right? What? I, uh, I think so. On the day of this broadcast, we will be married 18 years. 17. 17 years, yeah, 17. <laughs> Way to go, Oops. Mr. Smith. 17, 17 years. 17 years. Together for 19. Yeah. Yeah. So Get this out is, of here. I, yeah, 17 years ago. We met down the aisle, which is kind of sweet. It's better than down the alley. Down the alley. I would not. Have, well, I might have met you there. I'm all skanky. Um, but yeah, so kind of a big deal for us. But kind of a big deal. In, in complete Smith form, we aren't celebrating until October. Right. That's how we roll. We're like, ah, we have some time in the fall. So... <laughs> No, we're actually going to, we have a trip already planned, and so we're going to add a few days and make it extra special for yeah. our anniversary. Yeah. But anyway, enough about us. Something really exciting that we're going to talk about today is how to get out of the comparison trap if you tend to spiral into that place of <laughs> what what we commonly call compare and despair, which is, I believe, a term that was coined by Martha Beck, who is kind of a pioneer in the coaching world. But that that kind of dynamic of you immediately see somebody and you deem them skinnier than you, better than you, a better parent, a better business person, and you immediately go into this comparison spiral, which leads you into total despair. We usually hmm. don't compare ourselves and feel amazing. Right. <laughs> not, so, not most of the time. No. But before we jump into all of that, I did want to let all of you guys know that registration is still open for the early bird price, which is kind of a steal for my latest course, which is, excuse me, your badass is showing, which Self, edition? Self-love edition. Self-love. Self-love. So glad that you you asked, Mr. Smith. <laughs> so the deal with this particular course is it's kind of like a, a, a quick and dirty 21-day immersion that helps you deal with three major areas that influence your self-love and kind of how you feel about yourself. So the first week we target all things mind games and we really dig into how you are conversing with your 
with yourself mm-hmm. and that narrative in your mind? And is that empowering or is it leaving you frustrated and unhappy? And so if you speak amazingly to yourself, you don't need this. <laughs> Or, you know, uh, if you struggle with self-love and self-worth, that is what we're digging into in week two. And then finally, in week three, we target people-pleasing and comparison to others. So if you find yourself kind of twisting and contorting and not doing what you want because you're so afraid of what everybody else might think, you you might really enjoy this course. It's also really great for people who love love the pod but want to go deeper and yeah. they're not quite ready for something really, really intense uh, because it's just it's over about a month and you have support from me and all of your fellow students and we have a private Facebook group and it's really, That's really fun. fantastic. So it's really about no more speaking to yourself like a big old meanie, no more apologizing for who you are, no more being consumed with what other people think or comparing yourself constantly to others, which is why I wanted to do a little little taste of that today. Yeah. And if this concept of comparing yourself really resonates and you want you know further work on that, I really highly suggest you check out the latest, excuse me, self-love edition. You can find all the information about it at thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. And you want to get in this week. Like, do not hesitate because Thursday, this coming Thursday, the 11th of August, is the absolute last day to get in on the early bird pricing, which is under 100 bucks, And... It is pretty, pretty packed. You get extra bonuses and and all sorts of stuff. But really, what you are going to walk away with is learning how to tap into that enoughness, like actually feeling good enough and treating yourself kindly, really loving who you are. Like how many people can look in the mirror and actually say, I love myself, right? Usually we do the exact opposite. We pick ourselves apart and, and it just spirals into this major self-loathing. There's different levels to that too, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. And this will definitely be a good set of tools to help get you into that and start unpacking that, especially Mm -hmm. if you haven't looked at this stuff before. And a lot more tools. Like people think like, oh, I get so much from the pod. I'm like, yeah, but the classes are even more in depth. They're really good in conjunction with one another. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're also going to talk about forgiveness. Like how do you actually let go of some of those past mistakes and things you've been beating yourself up about and actually feeling proud of yourself. Like what does that really look like? So if you're interested and you know you want to get in for the best rate possible, I mean, who doesn't, right? Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. We've got dozens of people already signed up, ready to like be your support system. I like to call them badass buddies. Badass buddies, I love it. <laughs> for you uh, Spanish speakers, that's the thejoyjunkie.com. <laughs> Thank you. Just make an X clear. And excuse I'm me. bilingual. Excuse me would be disculpeme or... Esculpeme. Disculpo. Oh, it's disc? I thought it was with a D. I thought it's S. Esculpeme? Esculpeme. Or... I don't know. Or, that sounded Italian. Or... Yeah, that sounded... God, we're so white. <laughs> or... Con permiso is with permission. There you go. And there I, you go. I, I like it better. I've learned how to like say certain things. Like if people are in my way when I used to work in retail, so I'd be like, "Con permiso," like <laughs> get out of my way with permission. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. So, excuse me in English, and 
I would love to have you. So uh, we're going to jump into kind of a little <coughs> snippet of what comparison looks like, but I believe that you have a little little segment here. Oh, yeah. Would you rather? So today, it's pretty simple. Okay. Would you rather? Yep. Be able to fly oh. or read minds on command? I think fly. Fly? I I have wanted that since I was a little girl. Yeah. I mean, think of the power that you would have in being able to read minds on command, not all the time. Yeah. If you could turn it on. Yeah, that's definitely that's a key piece to it to be able to turn it on and off. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people like I don't want to know. Yeah. Although it would be very interesting to understand what Trump supporters are thinking. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Just a little liberal humor there for you. I'm going to use my superpowers. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> or even what he's thinking. Um, so, yeah. that. Could... Well, what he's thinking comes right on out. So. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. Um, yeah, we we actually have that superpower. He has that superpower. Just like no mind, no mouth. filter. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I, but flying though. But flying though, I've always wanted that since I was a really little girl. Like I Peter thought, Pan. Yeah, yeah, just like kind of like Tinkerbell, like to be an actual fairy uh, and have wings and like fly around and. But meanwhile, I'm terrified of flying in a plane. <laughs> right. But that's not, I can't control that. Right. So, but if it was a, an appendage and I had my own wings, I would be... What if it was just like Superman where you could fly? Like you didn't have wings? God, like there's this controlling piece of me that's like, I need to know that there's, it's working right. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're like, in the air. I think like it's what if right I'm enough. like leaping tall buildings in a single bound and it all of a sudden my powers don't work. Oh. And, then, and then I'm all... But if my my wings are all fucked up, <laughs> that's like a part of me. This is the, see, this is the really in-depth rationale that happens. So what do you pick? Fly. I think flying. Yeah. I'm going to go read minds. You are? I think it would be so cool to be able to really understand what people are thinking. Man, I don't know. If it's almost like an invasion of privacy, though. It is. You know, I mean, it is an invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, flying, you're not really invading anybody except air flight. Anyway, I think reading minds would be pretty kick-ass. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely help in my profession. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, so you can afford it. You just... <laughs> you just would rather go see Beyonce. So that's really an excuse. <laughs> Let's just call space. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Anyway, all right. All right. So well, let's if, get to some. If you want to let us know what your would, oh, what yeah. you would do for Would You Rather, hit me up on Instagram. You can find me at the Joy Junkie, and I love to to converse with with all the audience up there on uh, Insta. So Mr. Smith doesn't play, but I don't. Sorry. I, I wish you, it would. I wonder if we should make you like a Mr. Smith Instagram account. You'd manage it though, right? <laughs> You're the sidekick. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Yeah, in all my Why spare time. Why do you think time. I don't do social media? I don't like managing all of it. I know. I know it's a mess. All right, so let's talk about how to get out of the comparison trap because it is a vortex, right? Like it is. It takes a split second for you to see somebody else who typically has something you want or has done something you want to do, has attained something that you want to attain. Most of the time, that's what will trigger our compare and despair 
spiral. And again, mm-hmm. that is not my term. It, that's not my... I, I like to give credit where credit's due. So that is Martha Beck, and I'll definitely link to Martha, Martha. Beck. Martha in, in the show notes uh, page. So, so the first thing is if you're if you catch yourself kind of in this spiral it and this is really just conceptual and something i just want you to kind of wrap your head around which is other people's successes actually have nothing to do with you and we what we do is we see somebody else who is successful in any realm whether it's relationship or they just had a baby or they're climbing up their corporate ladder or they just started a business or wrote a book or they're traveling cross country or whatever it is we usually make that mean something about ourselves and usually what that is and again this is all subconscious so tap into this for yourself but usually what it is is something of a, well, if they have it, then I can't. It's a place of lack. Mm. It isn't, it's uncommon that people go, if they can do it, I can do it too. That that does happen sometimes, but a majority of people go, oh, well, if they have it, then I can't have it. And again, that's on a subconscious level because even as you're say, as I'm saying that, I'm like, that's just not even logical. Of course we can all have it. Right, but in your head, you don't necessarily compute that and the deal is is that whatever that person has experienced (laughs) attained or achieved actually has no bearing on what you can achieve Mm -hmm. it actually is completely unrelated to you altogether right it has nothing to do with you so that first place to kind of check in is is noticing, always noticing, always awareness. Like, whoa, I just made that mean that I'm never going to publish a book. Or I just made that mean that I'm never going to have a baby. Or I just made that mean that I'll never travel. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I made that mean something about me that actually has nothing to do with me. And that thought alone, when I go into comparison, can jar me out of getting into that gotcha. rabbit hole. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I'll I'll do, I will do this exact thing. And for me, a lot of times my triggers are more around business and such. But that that definitely will ebb and flow throughout your life. Like sometimes you'll be really triggered by people having a baby or people getting married or you know, business or weight if you're not happy with your body or something like that. Usually we'll go through chapters, you know, and we'll be triggered by one particular quote success that somebody else has in an area that you want and so I will I get triggered by business related stuff so I will stop notice it and then I'll go okay that actually has nothing to do with me and no bearing on what I can or cannot do because we make it look we make it uh, we make it mean rather that if they've done it then it's done like they beat me to the punch. I can't you, you, that you can't do whatever they're doing, you know. I can't think of an instance where that would be true. Never. It's never true. Yeah. But that's what we take it as. And Unless it's like a specific house that they live in, or you know, like oh, like they got the house, or right, we're right, 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 right. But it's not that you can't be a homeowner. Right, right, right. But right. what's the feeling? The feeling is not one of like, yay, look at what's possible. Mm-hmm. It's one of immense jealousy why does that exist because we think that we are lacking somehow 
So again, that's why I really, really want to underscore that this is subconscious. We don't think, let me go ahead and use really illogical, irrational reasoning. We just make the conclusion that we are less than mm-hmm. because somebody else achieved it first. My way of doing that has been like, oh, they might be going on this great trip, but they're going to be in debt. So I actually put it back on them like, I don't know. That's, I don't know. If- well, and that that is one of, well, let me put people down so I feel better. Right. You know, and and I've been guilty of that too. But that is that is also a natural inclination of how can I rationalize this information so I feel better? You know, I, I catch myself though and I go, oh, why can't you just be happy for that person? Exactly. You know, like just be happy that they have accomplished something and that they're doing something that they really want to do with their lives or whatever. That's exactly right. And, and I'm so glad that you pointed that out because that's just straight up humanity. Yeah. It's just straight up fucking humanity that we get jealous and we very, very rarely have that capacity to be thrilled for somebody. Like genuinely thrilled. Unless it's something that we don't want. Yeah. Like I can get really excited for people having a baby. Like I don't have any jealousy. I don't have any. And I'm so happy for them because it means it really does mean nothing about me. Right. But when it's something I do want, like publishing a book, having a lucrative speaking career, you know, it's something like that. That's when I go into, oh my God, this means something about mm. me. So how do you counter that? Well, there's there's the tons of pieces to it. And again, if this is something that you really want to dig into, check out, uh, excuse me, self-love edition, because this might be something you want to dig into a little bit deeper but the second thing that I want you to kind of look at is what is that trigger about because I would guess like right now you are really into your physicality and working out and health and fitness I would guess that because that's super on your radar that you would notice like rocking bodies of dudes and be like oh oh." (laughs) yeah I notice rocking bodies of dudes and go (laughs) oh Yeah, that's that's me. No, but I mean, and Nailed I don't. I, and I know that <laughs> men and women tend to have a different response to that. No, but but I mean, go like, oh, I would, re- I really want to have pecs like that. Not like you're like, ooh, let me get a piece of that. That's not what I'm saying, of course. <laughs> I'm glad you, uh, you know, kind of went back and clarified that. Yeah, but I'm just saying when something's really heavily on your radar. Yeah, like when you're really trying to decide what school you're going to go to and somebody just graduated, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like they feel... Damn it, I want that. Like they're so much farther along than you are. So uh, sometimes it can also be childhood messaging. It can be uh, something that has been with you for a really long time, something that's historical, that uh, maybe some sort of ingrained comparison that's happened from your parents like well you need to be as good of a piano player as so-and-so's kid (coughs) you know and so you sort of got this messaging about constant comparison Mm -hmm. and and can often lead to an extremely competitive nature also and competition in a way that doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. you know sometimes I think that can be really igniting and rewarding for people and then sometimes I feel I I think that people become competitive because who they are if they're not first if they're not number one if they're not all of those things they can't possibly be with that person they can't sit with being second right 
you know, because it's a worth thing. It's how they view their worthiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want you to start thinking about when you see that you're triggered. Like a perfect example, maybe I shouldn't have used you related to, to physique, but women. This is such a classic case. I know you don't see this as much on social media, but women who are in rock solid shape get and, and are taking pictures of themselves on Instagram or, you know, their fitness experts or whatever get ripped apart like slut shaming and you are, you know, people love to hate on people who've attained this amazing level of, of mm-hmm. self-love for their body or take care of their body or have achieved goals that they want. I mean, it's such a classic, like, and, and you usually don't see people who are ripped themselves hating on other ripped people. Right. It's people who are not happy with their physique, who aren't happy with how they've been taking care of their body, who can't say, I love my body. I mean, I can't tell you how many friends of mine who were not taking care of themselves, not working out, not eating healthy, who would give me shit for needing to leave early because I was going to a workout or mm-hmm. I don't want to eat that because I'm eating healthy. And they're like, oh, man, and it's easier to make someone wrong than to say, hey, I really would love to have that, too. And I'm feeling a little insecure right now. <laughs> yeah. What, why Why do we feel the need? Like, let's say, for instance, like uh, that you wanted to eat or they wanted you to eat something and you're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, abstain. Right, right. Why is it so important for them that you eat that food well right like i think it's a validation of i'm not alone oh you know and it's and there's also i mean all of that behavior is very very primitive that's why it's instinctual that's why we as i've been saying this is operating in a subconscious level on ourselves got it yeah so you don't you don't think when you start shaming somebody for having an amazing body or shaming somebody for choosing to eat kale instead of french fries you don't think oh let me try to put them down to make myself feel better right now in this minute we all we all of our behavior is fueled by what we believe is safe how we can take care of ourselves so until you learn a lot of these tools, most of the time, in order to make you feel safe, is to put somebody else down. Got it. And you go, okay, then I, then I'm okay, because that's mm-hmm. all you know. Right. Until you start unpacking this and learning some of this stuff, and you start realizing, oh, that's fueled from a lack of love and worthiness in my own self. It actually has nothing to do with that other person. I, I think also it's just kind of like you said, it's what we know. So. Socially, it's where we go. That's right. It's the path that we've always traveled. But yeah. I don't think people ask themselves the questions. Why did I say that? Why was why was that so important to me? Right. You know, like when you start asking those questions, that when you start, you, that's when you start getting more awareness of things. Right. And when you start getting more awareness of things, you start having different paths to travel down, not just that same old road that takes you that's down the road of shaming and whatever. And that's why I'm always saying, like, awareness is the win. My students are like, we get it. Awareness is the win. I'm like, then fucking get aware. (laughs) (laughs) Then acknowledge that you are seeing the change. Because a lot of times until you start noticing, like, oh, my God, there I just did it. I made my brother feel bad for having a really amazing financial month. Or, oh, there I just. Mm -hmm, Until mm -hmm. you catch it. You can't do anything to change it. That's right. So that might be one of your places to look is, is there something going on with you 
that that you're not totally proud of. And this is not always the case. This is definitely not always the case. Sometimes you're working your ass off trying to get up there in business and you just keep getting discouraged or sometimes you are working out really hard and you feel like you're not making any progress. So there are times when you sure. are taking ownership. I'm not saying at all that you're not. But if that really, that trigger really truly has nothing to do with that other person, because it doesn't, then what is it that you need to look at? Because there's probably something that you need to make some movement on, even if that movement is to start acknowledging and loving yourself more deeply mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or acknowledging what you are doing. Because there's been times when I've been working my ass to the bone doing something for my business and then I see somebody else who looks like they just overnight made you know millions of dollars. <laughs> And then I'm like, you know, and then I immediately go, okay, wait, because I catch it. I see it, awareness, right? And I go, okay, that actually has nothing to do with me and I still can continue to be successful. And the reason that's triggering for me is because that's what's really on my radar right now and that's what I want more than anything else. So it could be because you, you could be going into a comparison because you just genuinely want to achieve what that person's want that right. has achieved. Right. There's no problem there. Right. So the third thing that I want you to keep in mind is are there any now that you know what triggers you into this comparison place, are there any behaviors or people or environmental things that you need to eliminate? So a great example, if you're triggered by (laughs) Facebook, get the fuck off Facebook. If you're triggered by your ex, then block them, get rid of them, don't have them around, like don't, if you have to... Yeah, get rid of them. (laughs) Well, and in some situations it's like, well, you co-parent, so you can't. But there's a shit ton you can do. You know very well when you are feeding a flame. And, And so if you are stalking them out on Facebook or stalking their new partner out. That's your behavior. You are purposely doing something that you know sends you into a triggered comparison trap. Stop doing that. That's your... Stop it. Just stop. That's your call. You just need to make healthier choices for you. So start looking around. Are there people? Like sometimes you have people who they're so consumed by their body I actually had a situation like this where everything was about being too fat, being too skinny, looking, how do I look in this outfit? How do I, and I was like, I don't want that on my radar. So I had to really establish a boundary around it and say like, when we're together, I don't want any squeezing of the thighs and comparing bodies and, you know, yeah, like that's not for <laughs> me because I know that that's a trap. You can yeah. get going and then you start comparing and you start looking at everybody else's body and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't need that shit on my radar. We'll never be happy regardless. Ever. Yeah. Because you're acutely focused on what you don't have, what you don't want, and and that never feels good. Right. You, there's no room for celebrating how far you've come. There's no room for acknowledging what you have done because you're always in lack. You're constantly in lack and scarcity. So take a little inventory. Are there triggers that you are kind of watering the plant 
you're watering that trigger and you're allowing it to grow. So if there is something that always sends you into compare and despair, that you can control. People you hang out with or your behavior or your environment, then start making some changes. That's on you, buddy. That's on you. So start making some changes. Start hanging around with people who build you up. A good friend of mine, in fact, she is a a makeup artist and she was saying that following a bunch of other makeup artists on Instagram littered her Instagram feed with all these people that it was so easy for her to start comparing herself to all these other makeup artists Mm -hmm. and look at their followership because she was focusing on building up her Instagram followership. So she was like, okay, no more of this. She unfollowed a bunch of them and started following a bunch of personal development people. So when she would see her feed, it was she was fueling her mind with the messaging that made her feel better and didn't send her into that comparison trap. That totally makes sense. Should have led with that example. (laughs) 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 So the final thing is to choose a new focus. And this is truly just the opposite of feeding the trigger. So I personally, when I find myself in that comparison trap, as I've said, I just say, oh, that actually has nothing to do with you. And then I move on. I don't continue to stalk that person out or go through every page of their website or whatever it happens to be. Most of my business stuff is digital, so it's stuff that's online. I close out that window, I move on, and I choose a new focus. A lot of times, the the whole secret to changing what's going on in your own mind is just to fucking distract yourself. Because everyone's been there where we start getting sucked into the vortex of stalking somebody on Facebook. Sure, sure. And then you're like, how the fuck did I lose yeah, all right. that time? And whose vacation photos are these? And what, where am I? And you've just been, you got sucked in. Your focus became really sharp and acutely aware of that other person and you keep feeding it, feeding it, feeding it. So choose something else. So you've heard us talk about before, I love Harvecker says, uh, cancel, cancel. You know, when he notices, he, he talks a lot about triggers related to your financial well-being. But noticing that you're going into that place and go, oh, wait, no, cancel, cancel. I'm not, think- I'm not going down that line of thinking. Right. That's it. Or saying just like, oh, okay, well, that was just a thought or that just happened or whoa. I And even just verbally saying out loud for myself, like behind the computer, oh, I just went into compare and despair. Yeah. And then you can make a proper choice about it. Turning that off, eliminating the newsfeed, unfollowing, blocking, hanging out with different people, doing, you know. And what was three? Looking at your any eliminations that you need to make. And then what's four? Choosing a new focus. Okay. So those go hand in hand, right? You have to kind of eliminate things, just like you were saying, that woman's makeup feed, and start choosing personal development, right? Well, the eliminations have a lot to do with your behavior and your environment, people around you and what you choose to do. Focus is 100% about your mind. I see. So it's what you are choosing to focus on. So external and internal factors, right? Okay. Yeah. It's like what you're doing and what you're thinking. Got it. So are those two things congruent or are they feeding the comparison trap? Mm -hmm. If you expect to never compare yourself to somebody ever again, well, good fucking luck because that's not going to (laughs) happen. Let us know the secret. 
Well, and that's that's one of the things about what I do is that what we're learning is a different set of tools to handle comparison, to handle people-pleasing, to handle negative self-talk. It's not like you eradicate fear or you get rid of a negative self-talk. No, 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 no. You learn how to manage it so that it doesn't take you out. And what that creates over time and over consistent habitual behavior is happiness, which is what we fucking want. That's what we all want. We just want to be end game, happy. Right? Yeah. But you have to employ some of these new tools. So if you're listening to this and thinking, okay, yeah, I need some tools or I need accountability. That's a huge one. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, then th- I would really encourage you to go check out thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me and see if that is, is something that would work for you. You know, you think about just listening to the podcast. Tons of people do this, whether cleaning or cooking or working out or doing stuff like that. No one is saying, hey, how did it go with establishing a boundary? How did it go with the assignment on this? Because a lot of times, and I find this with my students and my one-on-one clients also, is that they're like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. So do it, and then you're going to text me and tell me. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like That's the importance of buying something like this because then you get that accountability. You know, you have the ability to see, oh, this is where I was, this is where I'm at, this is where I wanna go. And that's awesome. I love that when people say, I can't believe how I was even just a month ago. Right. Like that's that's what happens when you actually apply shit. Right. That's the biggest difference between just listening to the podcast and actually going through a program. Right. Is you have that accountability factor. You have that growth factor. And, and on a podcast, you don't really have anybody saying, oh, I, right. on that podcast, did you, you know, implement that tool? No. Right. Right. That's exactly right. And it is uh, it is much deeper. Like, and much deeper. Yes. Yeah, I'm more comprehensive, very, sure. very careful to not like I feel like I give away a lot, but I try to make sure that people because I think it'd be really shitty if people got into a class and it was exactly like the pod right or they did one and like it has to be a huge elevated level right and so there is very much a hierarchy so uh-huh, uh-huh. anyway so if you're interested cruise by the slash excuse me check it out read through it and also read through the what past students have said because I think that can be really helpful to see what other people were struggling with in particular that they were really able to make some shifts with and see if that applies to you yeah so we think that's everything anything else you wanted to say that's it all right cool hopefully that helped you guys and again hit me up on on insta if you would like to at the joy junkie is my handle and we will see you around these parts next week so here is to loving and living your most badass life mr and mrs smith out